Thanks for tuning into another episode of She Laughs, a podcast dedicated to bringing you honest and transparent viewpoints in this daily faith journey. Now join with me as we listen to T and Crystal discuss the latest. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Crystal. Or good morning, or good evening, or whatever time of the day it is that you're listening. It's just good wherever you at. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. It's Tanisha. And welcome to another episode of She Laughs. Yep. Glad to be back with y'all. Uh, as always, we're going to jump right on into this topic. So, Tanisha, what are we talking about? Um, this is something that we're definitely going to um, divide into two parts. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of similar to our uh, Christianese um, podcast we had. So, if you guys haven't heard that, I definitely suggest you go back and listen to it. But this one, we're talking directly about scripture. So these are scriptures that are, um, I'm not going to say always taken out of context, but are um, very familiar in the taking out of context realm. Oh, I'll say that. Um, they're not all the time, and they're not always used, but usually when people use them, it is um, not accurate. And that is a problem because context Context means everything, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it allows you to actually understand a, a thing instead of you figuring out your own interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. So I always suggest people, and I know we've mentioned this before in our podcast, when you're reading a scripture, always read not only the scripture before and after, but the entire chapter because there is an audience that that person is speaking to. Yeah. And then you also want to give relevance to the time frame in which they're speaking. So, you know, you, you, it, what, what people do when they just pull a chapter, I mean, pull a scripture out of an entire book is literally like you just quoting a sentence from your favorite book mm-hmm. and using that sentence to describe whatever you want instead of keeping it in the context in which the person wrote it, you know, in the book. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally the same thing. So we have a few we're going to cover yeah. today. We're only going to cover four um, and uh, we'll go ahead and get started on them. So the first one we're going to cover is Matthew 7, verse 1. Um, And that is the verse that people typically choose when they're talking about some, only God can judge me. Because the verse says, do not judge or you too will be judged. So, my thoughts on this. Um, hmm, hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to to word it. it. So, I'm going to write it down (laughs) just how God gave it to me and how I know this scripture is to be taking no he does not want you to judge however not judging does not mean not holding someone accountable um so when i see people say only god can judge me immediately my mind goes into oh you have an issue with authority um yeah. you That's have an bit- issue with any type of accountability, Mm -hmm. any type of boundaries. When you say only God can judge me because it, it lets me know immediately that you're using and twisting that verse out of context to be able to do whatever you want to do when you feel like it. I got a different take on it. Um, I hear people say it usually in, they'll usually say it so that they don't chastise somebody. 
Well, you know, I can't judge. And again, that's not what that verse is saying. What it's saying is make sure you have some of your things in order before you want to point out others. Yes. And if you're going to judge someone, make sure that it's being done righteously and out of love, first and foremost. Yes. Don't go around correcting people just because you'd like to correct folks. Oh, Lord. Don't go around um, pointing out others' flaws to make you feel good. Then you, you, you aren't giving into account that you received grace when you were judged. Yes. So the point is to give grace and mercy to others when you're chastising or correcting them. And to do so in private. Everybody's sins don't have to be on the forefront of I'm the newspaper. Selling. Some of y'all like for people's stuff to be out there in the open. Well, everybody should know. Should they? What is your motive for letting everyone know is my question. And here's the thing. Everybody might might already know. But like T said, what is your motive for doing so publicly? Because you have a reason to do it. Yes. Everyone should know it's not your reasoning. No. What's what's the bottom line? Why are you really doing it? What, What is your heart saying to you to do it for really and don't give me that well it's just wrong what they're doing you're right it is wrong do everybody gotta know how about you just go to them and tell them how you feel and how you think they should correct their behavior and then be done because what another scripture also says to go to your brother in love if he has offended there's no love if all you want to do is put their business on front street that's now embarrassment Let's just call it thing a thing. That's even also, I would consider a form of manipulation. Oh, it's 100%. And everything, because you're trying to gang up an audience to say, see, 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 let's get him. And that that has no love in it. Quite frankly, you're doing the work for the enemy then because you're just pushing them further away. Yeah. So um, that's my thoughts on that one. So for the second one, and I actually am going to put these two together because they actually are in the side by side in the Bible and to me they go together um eye for an eye which is in I'm sorry I didn't give you scriptural reference Matthew um chapter 5 verses 38 and 39 and so I am going to read the um message translation give me one second because I loved it yeah, the message translation is awesome. I wouldn't suggest you study your Bible by the message translation. Please don't. Um, but it it helps you to put a certain context on a lot of uh, a scripture and thought about scripture. Mm-hmm. So Matthew 5, um, verses 38 and 39 in the message translation says this. <clears throat> Here's another old saying. That deserves a second look. Eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. Is that going to get us anywhere? Here's what I propose. Don't hit back at all. If someone strikes you, stand there and take it. If someone drags you into court and sues for the shirt off your back, gift wrap your best coat and make a present of it. And if someone takes unfair advantage of you, use the occasion to practice the servant life. No more tit-for-tat stuff. Live generously. And Lord knows we are in the age of tit-for-tat. The ultimate petty. Yes, because I've heard people say, <laughs> well, the Bible says an eye for an eye. 
And then again, what I what y'all aren't saying is the next verses to turn the other <laughs> cheek. So basically, the eye for an eye part is not about revenge. It's about someone, yes, paying for their crime, but not about revenge. Mm-hmm. Because revenge is just about you feeling better about what happened to you. Yes. Not only that, this practice, honestly, when I was reading it, I was like, oh, Lord, you're amazing because you're literally trying to say in, in a roundabout way, don't become so offended yes. by what anyone does, which is easily, if you um, listen to a few podcasts ago, T and I were talking about the bait of Satan and how he usually tries to bait us through offense. Yes. And that's usually somebody doing something to us, carrying our name around in these streets, doing something to, like you said, um, hitting you on one cheek taking your money, whatever they're trying to do to you. He's trying to bait you to become in a sense of offense. And God is literally saying, I'm telling you to stay free from all of that. Don't even fall for the act that they're trying to do. Um, At the same time, that doesn't mean that you can just let people walk all over you. Yes. And stuff. You have to be very discerning. Uh, once again, that that is the biggest thing. Guys, if y'all have not tapped into discernment, if you questioning, if you're listening to the Holy Spirit, that's the first thing you need to do before anything else. Because he literally will tell you, they're baiting you right now. This is how you respond. Do nothing. Because I've had a moment here recently mm-hmm. where I was baited. And the flesh in me just wanted to go for that eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth route. And Holy Spirit was like, nope, because that's what they are looking, looking for. for. Yeah. So that is what this scripture is talking about when it's saying turn the other cheek. He's literally talking about those instances where the the enemy is baiting you into a strategical warfare. And he's saying, do nothing. Don't even fall for it. So that's my thought yeah. on it. Um, and to add to that, I know a lot of times we go, well, I'm right and they're wrong and, um, they, they going to get what they asking for. They asking for it. So I'm going to give it to them. Here's the thing. And I, and I mentioned this, um, Sunday at church while you are fighting so hard to be right, that you are his child, you willingly say that you are his child and he is your father. So act accordingly. Yep. He doesn't want you to do something. Don't do it. Yep. End of story. End of story. So the next verse we have is Philippians 4.13. Everybody loves this. I can do all things through him who gives me strength, through Christ who gives me strength. And you're absolutely correct. But this is where the context kind of goes left. Um it's a couple of things first this doesn't mean that you yourself can do it yeah it's literally him helping you through it which means that there are gonna be some days where you literally he's giving you the grace just to make it through that day just that day and I think a lot of times we take this And we think because he gives me the strength to get through, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. Um, 
and that's not what this verse is saying. Um, it's literally saying that even when times are bad, I don't have to have them be good. He gives me enough grace to go through it. Yeah. Um, so I don't understand why some people think, well, I just don't understand why God would let me go through this. Yeah, that's another thing of, you know, <laughs> that, that, that Christianese we say, he'll never put more on you than you can bear. Yes, he will. He most certainly At all does. times. He that's what certainly. he does. And he's with you through it all. Um, so that was my takeaway. T, I know you're coming probably from a different aspect. Yeah. Um, I hear people say this when they want to do what it is they want to do outside of the will of God. That is ah, not what this scripture sure. is for. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. As long as it was it long as long as it's within his will, he yes. will give you the strength to do it. That too. Period. Stop saying this scripture when you want to do something that you know good and well you shouldn't do. Mm. 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 That's where I hear people say it. I ain't gotta say nothing else because she hit the nail on the head. This this is not what he asked you to do. Nor um, are a lot of people say it and then you won't even give any any leeway into well let me see what god would want me to do you don't consult him you don't consult him at all you don't invite him in at all because you want to do it you just throw his name in the mist and then you think that's good that's no and he's like you don't sign me to a contract that i didn't he's like i did not (laughs) why why are you volunteering me for something (laughs) you don't want to ask to see if you know it's cool is this how i want you to do it is this is this even what i want you to do and then get mad when god don't come through for them the way they think that he was supposed to and like god you lied no he did not Hmm. he did not because he never told you to do it in the first place so there you have it yeah so context is everything people really pay attention to what those scriptures are saying Yes. What do they mean? Yes. Who is the speaker speaking to? What are they referencing? And stop using them for your own benefit. Because that is witchcraft and manipulation. Mm-hmm. Well, end of story. Yep. Uh, T, final thoughts on this one? That's it. Those are my final thoughts. <laughs> well, where can they find you? You guys can find me um, on Facebook at Tanisha Williams and it, it, on Instagram at Styles by Tanisha J. And as always, guys, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Charmaine's Confess. Charmaine's Charmaine Cure. Lord. I was like, ooh, who that? Oh, <laughs> the blog is Charmaine's Confessions. Anyways, guys, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Charmaine Kears. Um, if you want to donate to this ministry, please find us at paypal.me forward slash she laughs podcast. Yes, it was appreciated and the Lord will bless you for doing so. Yes. And send us your questions. We love hearing from you. Uh, we love your feedback. Tell us how we're doing. Um, and we'll talk to you later. See you guys. Thanks again for listening. As always, we hope that you were blessed by today's discussion. To keep up with the latest on the She Laughs podcast, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at She Laughs Podcast. 
If you would like to donate to this ministry, please feel free to send all donations to paypal.me forward slash she laughs. And don't forget to send us your questions. As always, we love to hear from you. Until next time, stay blessed.